This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's 12.03 on Halloween, October 31st. Thanks for joining us on the Noon Business Hour. I'm Rob Hart. It's possible to stay stress-free when traveling with kids during the holiday rush. We'll cover that in our next segment. But right now, there's a lot of data on the economic front today. Paychecks grew faster than expected last quarter, and home prices continued to rise. Consumer confidence, though, declined. Joining us on the Village of Bedford Park business line, reminding you to bring your business home is Gus Fauché, Chief Economist, PNC Financial Services, based in Pittsburgh. Gus, thank you for joining us today. Let's talk about those uh, rising home prices. The uh, Case-Shiller Index for the month of August showing home prices rising for the seventh straight month. At the same time, though, Gus, the real estate market at large is pretty much locked up because of mortgage rates. Uh, that's right. And, and part of the problem is is that there just aren't many homes for sale right now. So people who do want to buy a home, who need to buy a home, are having to pay higher prices, even with higher mortgage rates. Uh, you know, if you have a 3% mortgage, you're not going to move unless you really have to. So that's limiting the supply of homes for sale and putting upward pressure on prices right now. Now, if, you, if you're a homeowner, uh, this has got to be great news for you because you have more equity uh, inside your home and uh, your net worth is going up but are, are there is there a potential consequence down the road when the when the mortgage market does uh, kind of unlock will there be a return to fundamentals I, I believe so and that you know I, I think that we will see uh, home sales pick up once we start to see mortgage rates move lower which should happen next year uh, and then we'll see a bit of an unfreezing in that market and we'll see people who are looking to downsize upsize whatever I think they'll have more opportunities in 2024 than they've had this year and then on the uh, wage growth front, paychecks growing faster than expected in the third quarter. That's great news, uh, theoretically, for the person getting the raise. But how does this complicate things for the Fed? Um, you know, it, it, certainly it's the employment cost index. It's up about 1% in the, in the third quarter from the second. Um, you know, th- this is still a little too strong for the Fed. They are concerned that these wage pressures from the tight labor market are adding to inflation in the U.S. economy. That being said, we have seen employment costs grow slow significantly from 2022. Uh, I would expect that we'll see a further slowing through the rest of this year and then in early 2024 as, as we see the labor market soften a bit. So that will help slow inflation in the U.S. economy by the time we get to the middle of next year. We're talking to Gus Fauché, Chief Economist, PNC Financial Services in Pittsburgh. When it comes to wage growth, is that an across-the-board increase, that 1.1% uh, in the Employment Cost Index, or is there uh, a distribution that favors the public sector versus the private sector? 
We, we actually saw strong growth in the private sector. I'm sorry, in the public sector, in in both benefits and wages and salaries in the third quarter. Uh, so that's a little bit less concerning for inflation. It tends to be more uh, private sector employment growth, but it still is high, uh, you know, and, and, and is still above a level that the Fed would want to see. So some good news there, but it's not all good news. And then very quickly on the uh, consumer confidence front, the uh, index falling, uh, dropping to 102.6 in October from 104 in September. Is this a reflection of a, a consumer who is flush, from, flush with cash uh, from a job that may be paying a little bit more, but uh, paying higher prices really great? Yeah, and, and I think also the higher interest rates are a drag on consumer confidence. And then I think also the situation in the Middle East, concerns about what's going to happen, energy prices and so forth, have been a drag on consumer confidence this uh, this month. So, um, you know, generally I think that consumers are holding up well, but higher interest rates are a concern and the potential for higher energy prices are a concern also. Gus Fauché, Chief Economist, PNC Financial Services, based in Pittsburgh. Thank you for joining us today. Coming up, tips to successfully navigate the busy holiday travel season with kids in tow. An economy of words. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Travel Tuesday, and the holiday travel season is rapidly approaching, and that can be a very challenging time for families. Let's get some help from Cindy Richards, Editor-in-Chief of SheBuysTravel.com, based in Chicago. Cindy, thank Thank you for joining us today. And I think for every traveler who brings their family on a flight somewhere uh, during a holiday period, you hope for the best, but always in the back of your mind, you have the Southwest schedule meltdown from last Christmas. Uh, it's lurking around the corner, that that that's, that vision of piles and piles of suitcases uh, stuck at Midway is dancing in your head. So you have to prepare for the worst, even as you hope for the best. Well, that certainly is the worst, and let's hope there's not a repeat of that. But even if it's not something like that, I think preparation is always the key. If you're traveling with kids, if you're flying with kids, you want to be prepared to distract them, to feed them, to entertain them, no matter what the situation is at the airport. It was obviously you want to uh, you know get the best deal, especially if you are buying airline tickets for three or four or five people. Uh, that can definitely add up. But even you know whatever money you save by having two or three different legs or a connecting flight or a long layover. Um, may not be worth it stacked up to the complications that could arise if you're trying to make a connection or one leg is canceled or you have to race across the airport in 10 minutes. Well, and especially traveling in the winter. I mean, we all know, right? Snow on thing uh, on Halloween is we know that the weather can really mess with travel plans, especially these days. I'm a big believer if you're if you've got to be somewhere book a direct flight. Don't risk a connection. Don't risk a delayed flight. And, you know, and if you do have to have a connection, a long connection really is the answer. So if one leg is delayed, you might still make your connecting flight. But if you're traveling with kids, if you can manage it in any way, you should always book a direct flight. And, you know, if you're traveling with kids, I say book like midday, right? Um, Try to get something in that sort of sweet spot between 11 and 4 when you're not going to have, you're not going to be competing with a lot of business travelers who often don't appreciate having children sitting next to them on an airplane. Um, 
so there there are ways to do that and and you know this is a this is not a really a time when you want to say electronics are are bad babysitters. I say load up the iPad with all of their favorite movies. Make sure this is a really important one. Make sure you buy kid friendly headphones to go with the iPad because you know I was on a flight the other day and there was a kid who was listening to his um, iPad without headphones and the people were complaining and the, the flight attendant had to go tell them to turn it off. It was not a good moment for that family or frankly for anybody around them sitting on the plane. Yes, yeah, our, our, our travel bag uh, always contains uh, multiple iPads and then the headphones where one connects with the other uh, so all three girls can watch the same thing uh, in peace and tranquility. And you know, they're actually pretty good flyers. So they're, 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 they've been trained very well uh, to, uh, to to be good travelers and uh we were stuck on the tarmac uh on at o'hare a couple of years ago the girls were fine and they're all below the age of 10 but there was an adult uh five rows ahead of us she freaked out she got mad at the flight attendant so that's a feather in the kid's cap uh lastly what are some of the best airlines for families you know outside of let's say southwest that goes to uh orlando and all the other family destinations well i think it's uh, you know, you want to look for family-friendly policies at the airlines. And and I actually think Southwest is a great one for families, mostly because, uh, you know, they, they have that um, unique boarding system where you board by number and they allow the families who are traveling together to board between the A and the B groups, which means that the back of the plane is almost all families. So if you're on a Southwest flight, and you're traveling with a bunch of kids and you don't have assigned seats, you haven't had to pay for them, right? So you're going to get seats together in the back. And even if you're, you know, I mean, at this point, a lot of people have already bought their holiday plane tickets for this year. So if you're on an airline that doesn't have family-friendly seating policies, doesn't let families with small kids board first, you know, if you can afford it, I think you should actually pay to get your seat assignments to make sure that you're all together. One of my favorite travel stories was um, being on a plane, two big guys were in the row ahead of me, the empty seat was between them, and the flight attendant asked one of them to trade for an aisle seat back so that a mom and her three-year-old could sit together, and they were not going to do it because they had an empty middle seat, and the flight attendant said, no problem, I'm just going to bring the three-year-old up here and sit between you two. That guy got up so fast, he was a blur. It's, yeah, being a good psychologist probably uh, really helps if you're a if you're a, if you're a flight attendant. Cindy Richards, editor in chief of SheBuysTravel.com, based in Chicago. Thank you for joining us today. Coming up next, we learn about the virtual credit card. It's- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Conversation that's on the money. You're listening to the WBBM Noon Business Hour. Virtual credit cards can provide an added level of security for online purchases, offering disposable numbers that shield your physical card information from data breaches. Joining us to explain is Ted Rossman, industry analyst, creditcards.com, based in New York. Ted, thank you for joining us today. And how does a virtual credit card work and who is offering it? Some companies offer these, like Citi and Capital One, for example. If you're a cardholder, you can log into the website or the app and set this up. It's basically a new card number, a temporary disposable card number that masks your real number. So that's really the advantage. So if you're shopping online and it's a store that you're not really that familiar with and you're kind of worried it might be sketchy, it might be fraud – At least if it is, you are covered by zero liability, which is true on all credit cards, but also you haven't then exposed your real card number. So you don't need to get a new card. You don't need to reset all of your auto payments. That's really the benefit here. So does this mean that you would log in, instead of getting a physical plastic card, uh, you would log in to a credit card website and then they would give you this rotating number card that you could put in an Apple wallet, for example? That's right. Yeah, American Express has this too. They actually partner with Google on this, and it's something that you can do either if you have an Android phone or if you have the Google Chrome browser. That's another way to do it with Amex. It's a little different with City and Capital One where you log in and you get this number directly from them. And it could be something that you use as a one-off, just a one-time purchase that maybe you're not sure you, you trust where you're shopping, or it could also be a routine thing. Like sometimes these can be used on an ongoing basis where maybe you want a different one for every one of your online streaming subscriptions, or maybe you want a different one for each of your favorite stores. Really the end goal here is security I tend to think credit cards have good security to begin with, and you're not on the hook for losses. But what is annoying is when you have to reset all of your auto payments and get a new card. And that's really the ultimate pain point that I think this is really solving. And then very quickly, Ted, uh, how many retailers are set up to accept this? I mean, will the, will, uh, is there a chance that there are some, when you try to, to conduct an online purchase, they won't take the card because of the rotating number? You can use it anywhere online because it's really just a card number just like any other. In person, you're probably not going to be able to use this unless maybe you load it into a mobile wallet because you can't really key in the the number easily at the point of sale. But online, it's just like typing in any old card number. Ted Rossman, industry analyst, creditcards.com, based in New York. Thank you for joining us today. Still ahead in Travel Tuesday. Remember the TV show Hey Dude on Nickelodeon? Well, we'll go to the Dude Ranch, the details at 1239. 
The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon. I'm Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. This is Mike Krauser. This should shake us to our core. Charges are filed in the shooting of 15 people at a Halloween party on the West Side. The United Nations meets to discuss the war in the Middle East. It's Travel Tuesday, living on a cowboy fantasy in the American West. And the new privacy app from Consumer Reports has been out for a few weeks. We'll check some of the reviews. WBBM Business. The markets are higher. The Dow is up 55 points. The Nasdaq up 59, uh, 15, I should say. And the S&P 500 up 14. 36 degrees right now in Chicago with snow flurries, wind chills in the 20s. It's 1231. Topping our news at the half hour. A 48-year-old convicted felon is charged with more than 30 criminal counts, including attempted murder and aggravated battery for the Sunday morning shooting at a Halloween party at a Westside warehouse. The details from WBB. William Groves was told to leave the party following a disturbance, according to police. It's alleged that he returned and fired into the crowd with a 357 handgun. Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox. There have been conversations nationwide about mass shootings. And the reality is they become all too familiar in places like Chicago, where we have seemingly become numb to the violence. Fifteen people were shot in Lawndale. Fifteen people that while those bullets may have physically harmed them, the trauma will remain. The city has set up a victim's assistance center on Pulaski near where the shooting occurred. Anyone impacted is encouraged to take advantage of the assistance being provided. The victims are improving, we're told. Police say none has life-threatening wounds. Mike Krauser, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. A meeting at the United Nations on the Israel-Gaza conflict. Permanent representative of the UN, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, notes that 64 UNRWA staff members have been killed in the last three weeks, saying the lives of UN personnel must be protected. The lives of all civilians, innocent civilians, Israeli and Palestinians, men and women, children and elderly, must be protected. Also at the meeting, Vasily Nabenzia, the Russian permanent representative, said the priority of the global community now is to stop the bloodshed in the region and to minimize the harm to the civilian population. Thomas Greenfield adds civilians have equal rights in conflicts. There's no hierarchy when it comes to protecting civilian lives. A civilian is a civilian is a civilian. I'm Charles Dulatesma. It's 12.32 as the noon business hour continues. Markets are higher slightly. Joining us on the Village of Bedford Park business line, reminding you to bring your business home, is Jeff Kilberg, founder and CEO of KKM Financial, based in Chicago. Jeff, thank you for joining us today. Uh, Markets are up just a little bit, uh, but for all intents and purposes, it sounds like uh, they're running in place today. They are a bit, Rob, and it's a happy Halloween to see the markets up a little bit after a big day yesterday. But by and far, October has been more of a trick than it has been a treat. So to your point, this week we are really looking. The Fed meeting started today. We're going to hear from the Fed tomorrow about additional policy. We believe that they're going to be on hold, not raising rates again. But there's also earnings season this week. And, of course, the granddaddy of all 
numbers, the jobs report later in the week. But we are seeing a little bit of recovery. You know, there's a name like Pinterest. You know, Pinterest is up nearly 20% today. So there's a couple silver linings in this sell-off, which has basically happened since uh, August, September, and continued in October. Before we talk about some of the uh, the, the earnings reports that came out uh, after the bell yesterday and today, uh, the employment cost index uh, going up 1.1% in the third quarter. Uh, that means uh, businesses are paying more to keep their employees how does that complicate the thinking for the Fed? No, it's a great point, Rob. It absolutely complicates because the Fed, they try to use data stripping out inflationary numbers such as food and energy. Well, as we all know, we eat and drive our cars to work, so it's kind of hard to uh, negate that number. But you're absolutely right. I think inflation has really crept in, and I know the number and the data is going lower, but us Americans, specifically us Chicagoans, are paying more for just about everything across the board. So it does complicate things, but I think it allows the Fed to remain with these rates higher for longer, but also to sit on their hands. I don't foresee them raising rates, obviously, tomorrow, let alone December. And actually, the next movement for the Fed, I believe, is to cut rates sometime in Q2 of 2024. The economy is growing, and inflationary pressure seems to be easing. It's above the 2% target, but it's clearly trending down. Is that a sustainable balance? I think it is, but that's the the trillion-dollar question for the market right now is that will this soft landing by the Federal Reserve be pulled off, or are we going to have a hard landing? And that's going to be the rhetoric. We're going to wait to hear from Fed Chairman Powell tomorrow in his press conference to kind of give us some foreign guidance. However, Rob, we have to remember that the Fed has been notoriously wrong for decades upon decades. If we remember just back in late 2021, the Fed said, don't worry about the inflation. It's just transitory, and they were dead wrong. And then very quickly on the uh, third quarter earnings report, some big winners and big losers. Uh, We have had some big winners, very bifurcated. But to your point, we've seen about 280 companies in the S&P 500 report earnings to date. And about 80% of them have been analyst estimates. So there is some positivity there. I know we have a lot of uh, geopolitical tension still in the Gaza Strip, so that's impacting markets. But I think the earnings season will be a bright spot as we move forward and wrap up the earnings season next couple weeks. Jeff Kilberg, founder and CEO, KKM Financial, based in Chicago. Thank you for joining us today. Coming up next in Travel Tuesday, getting your kicks at a dude ranch a deposit for your future the wbbm noon business hour continues it's travel tuesday and on this segment we're heading down to the ranch with angie rice co-founder of boutique travel advisors based in scottsdale the website is travelbta.com angie thank you for joining us today and look i've seen this movie before angie it's called city slickers you go to the dude ranch you befriend an old crusty cowboy you deliver a calf and you learn a thing or two along the the way is that the dude ranch experience well we're going to twist it a little bit and maybe add a little bit of rustic luxury into the experience but it's definitely an opportunity to really be part of the wild wild west and to be able to kind of participate in different activities that kind of create a new experience both for adults as well as for families have dude ranches been consistently popular or is it does it ebb and flow based on pop culture? I mean, I talked about uh, the movie City Slickers, which Billy Crystal came out over 30 years ago. I'm guessing that led to an uptick in interest in dude ranches. But is there a Yellowstone effect happening now? 
Absolutely. But believe it or not, it almost predated Yellowstone in the sense that we really saw an uptick in the whole dude ranch experience and clients being inquisitive about what does this all entail during the pandemic when most of the world was shut off and we started to see opportunities to better travel throughout the United States, including places that allowed for more social distancing. So places like Paws Up in Montana really became, you know, a popular destination where during the pandemic, it was really hard to secure reservations because they were sold out based on their capacity. And what's really exciting about these itineraries is understanding that once you're there, all of the activities are on property, and it really allows for a family or couples, or if you want to get away, to incorporate different activities that are both unique to the scenery and to the destination, but that are also a lot of fun, like skeet shooting and rafting and archery. And the food is another selling point for these dude ranches. I mean, you have chefs that um, really put on a spectacular um, dining experience as well. We're talking to Angie Rice, co-founder of Boutique Travel Advisors based in Scottsdale, Arizona, about dude ranches. And the, and the list that you sent of some of the, the more popular dude ranches, um, I can tell you they are on an Amtrak route. Uh, there is a station in that town, but it may be difficult to fly to, let's say, to Granby, Colorado, or Whitefish, Montana, or uh, Sandpoint, Idaho. So if you wanted to fly to these places, uh, how do they get you to where you need to go? That's a really good question. When we um, incorporate the Dude Ranch experience into a family or a couple's uh, agenda, Sometimes it's that they fit it into a larger itinerary that may actually include some driving where maybe they're, you know, visiting some national parks and then they drive to the dude ranch for a couple of days. So it's, a, you know, it's part of a larger itinerary or believe it or not, it's extremely popular to travel by private charter to these dude ranches. A lot of people incorporate that into the experience. And if you're going with a large family or you're going with a group of couples, you know, there is some economies of scale with private chartering when you have the right amount of people. So, again, it it really can be part of a larger experience or you can get there and be very, very conveniently and and travel in style by way of private charter. Um, I would also really, you know, recognize that, Some of these dude ranches are really, really remote, but at the same time, they're within an hour, hour and a half of some other great scenery across our country. And we think of the West when we think of the dude ranch, but my goodness, there's also um, dude ranch type experiences in the Southwest in my state of Arizona, as well as places in the East Coast. Um, Not that it has that Western feel per se, but it's going to have the horseback riding and a lot of the same activities, hiking and rafting. So you know, it really can be an experience that you can find um, throughout our country. And, uh, of course, with, with Yellowstone, we're finding that there are a few states that uh, probably are gaining in more popularity with the dude ranch type concepts. Um, the other thing that we're finding is that travelers want different things. Some people want to retreat where it's family oriented. Others are looking for an adult only. So Brush Creek is one of my favorite properties for adults only. And that's located, um, you know, in in the West as well in in Wyoming. And then Paws Up, due to the popularity, they actually um, extended their property to include the Greeno, which is adult only. So 
These are expensive experiences because they're all inclusive for the most part with your meals and, and the remote areas. So it is very important that you know that you pick the right property because it is, you know, an expensive experience. So really know what you're getting into and, and what to expect as best as possible because that'll help exceed your expectations. Angie Rice, co-founder of Boutique Travel Advisors in Scottsdale, Arizona. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Consumer Reports' new privacy app was launched to the public earlier this month. Let's talk about it with Jennifer Jolly, Tech Life columnist for USA Today based in San Francisco. Jennifer, thank you for joining us today. Uh, Consumer Reports is out with this privacy app. Uh, What does it do or what does it purport to do and how is the uh, general public receiving it? Okay, well, first of all, it is amazing, and I highly recommend it. And I don't typically gush about things, uh, you know, very easily. I I was like, I was saying that and then thinking, oh, I gush about every new Apple product that comes out. Come on. But but, um, Permission Slip by Consumer Reports is a free app that launched to the public to help people see how much personal data the companies collect on you. And then it lets you just tap an app and say, hey, we want, you you know, we want these companies to do better by us and our privacy. We either want them to stop selling our information or we want to delete our accounts altogether. And it saves, I think it saved me something like 70 hours of time. It took me about 20 minutes total. So it's just one of those apps that is just like, why didn't this come out a long time ago and how would you not do it? And then uh, in general, you know, what, what don't people like about it? Yeah, well, that was, you know, when I was really diving in to do the story, the reviews for it, I mean, people were just bashing it right and left online. It had two stars in the app store, three stars in the other, you know, in the Android app store. There are a lot of privacy um, aficionados who really, um, who really don't believe that you should have to give any personal information in order to protect your personal information. And they were calling out the privacy section uh, of the app itself. And by the time I spoke with the team who created it, some of the apps, um, the app's harshest critics, I just kept thinking, man, haters are just going to hate. Um, you know, there, there are those people who just feel like, Hey, this isn't enough. We should have it be something, you know, um, like open scale. Um, I'm trying to think like the ultra skeptical views of the data collection. That was what really rose to the surface in some hackers forums and some Reddit forums. And basically there are a lot of people out there who think this should be free open source, um, and, you know, send requests using Tor, but you and me, the average consumer, will never use that. So, so, so basically, haters going to hate. As Taylor Swift said, um, and and she was talking about the uh, Consumer Reports privacy app. Bet you didn't know that. Uh, the uh, <laughs> but but it's so so. Bottom line, it sounds like this thing does work up to an extent. It can help you solve your problem, but very quickly, it sounds like the 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 poor reviews are the result of a concerted effort. Yeah, I think so. I think that there are privacy advocates out there who, you know, to them, nothing will ever be enough. To me, the normal person, just seeing, going, you know, downloading this app, signing up for it, and just seeing the kind of information that, that a company like Petco or Walmart collects and keeps about you and then sells to other companies, 
I mean, it's just outrageous. You know, it's, this is an awesome, I think I said in my article, it's a Sasquatch sized first step in holding companies more accountable and saying, look, you have to do better by us and our private information. And, and I do want to mention this article is in the tech section of usatoday.com slash tech and walks you through how to download it. But it's one of the best things I've seen come along in a long time. Jennifer Jolly, USA Today. Thanks for joining us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.